Listening to Missy and Zach. Missy and Zach. They just might bang. Missy away. Listening to Missy and Zach. Missy and Zach. They just might bang away. Listening to Missy and Zach. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're honored to have a good friend of ours on our podcast today. Guy named Scott MacArthur. Scott MacArthur, actor, oh, yeah. writer, currently playing Jimmy on the hit Fox TV show The Mick, the Mick. with Caitlin Olson. We go back a long ways. Scott, welcome. How you Thank doing? You. I'm doing well. I'm at .05 right now, you guys. On my so to start this off, Missy just blew in a breathalyzer. She has her own breathalyzer. Yeah, it's a backtrack. We're being supported by them. Just kidding. Wait, you have a .05? That means you haven't even had a drink yet. Right? I just wake up and I'm a point oh. Yeah, I live at a point oh six. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> That's your equilibrium of uh, yeah. oh, six? Yeah, it's like an Irish blood level, they call it. Yeah. Are you Irish? Um, no. No. Yeah, I didn't think you But were. I have Irish drinking genes, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Has anybody ever done that thing? What is that, the 23, where you swab your mouth and find out like who your ancestors oh, were? We, my uh, mom did it. Yeah, we gave it to my both... Both of my dads. Well, my dad and my stepdad. <laughs> my two dads. That's very yeah confusing the way Were I said that. Were they related? Uh, yeah, it ends up that they are related, right. which <laughs> makes sense why my mother went after both of them. It's weird because he clearly selectively chose what to tell us he found out by it. He's like, oh, so I uh, come from oh, right. a long line of fighters. <laughs> I'm like, what? But from where? But the incest he that left out. Yeah, Just he left out everything else. I'm like, well, <laughs> what about diabetes or any of that? Nope. Nothing. We're just fighters. What is the name of that thing? Is it 23 and Me? 23 and Me. See, this is what's so great about having Scotty MacArthur on because he knows specifics. I have no idea why. Is it 23 because you have 23 pairs of chromosomes? I guess so. Mm-hmm. But then, I know that. What's what's with the and me? And me. 23 in me. I oh got boy. 23 chromosomes <laughs> in me, motherfucker. Yeah. There it is. There's the phone. What I do operator. know is, point of first of all, if you're talking. listening to this podcast, thank you for joining us. We're so happy to have you. We're relatively new, and we're honored to have Sim Sarna here as well. Hey, guys. What's up, Sim? We're just honored Yeah, to people have, have told us, us already. We've had two episodes launched. People are already telling us, too much Sim. <laughs> Cut well, the Sim. To be fair, one person. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Sim, one person said you, that. You are slowly becoming the, uh, what's that guy's name? The boy band guy? The Lou Wasserman or something? Lou, Lou Wallach. <laughs> no, the guy no, down I, in Florida. I, 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 Lou the, Perlman. The Lou Perlman. Perlman. He's in jail. Yeah. You're the Lou Perlman of podcasts. How long do you think it's going to take before Simpson <laughs> ends up in jail? Does that make me laugh fast? I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking that you're going to be in jail within This is amazing. It's like I'm running some type of racket here. Is that what you think? Yeah. I do. I yeah. think if Sim was going to go to jail, me. you would have gone to jail already. I, I think don't you're think good so. at four, what, uh, however old you are, 35. Oh, that's nice of you I'm to say. looking out for you, bro. Uh, it's, I love being almost 35. Me too. It's so yeah. much fun. You're, you're doing it well. Thank you. Yeah. I feel great about hey, it. Hey, if you like this podcast, hit us a review on iTunes. Drop us five stars because, I mean, this is only a five-star like situation. And that's all the promotion I I'll do like for yeah, asking I feel like you guys to do shit. It's new for them. We're new for, for five stars. Saying, like, we just got... We've only been on for like two minutes, and you're like, right. And us. we're already number 600, 200, <laughs> what is it? No, 264,660. No, by the way, I do want to congratulate you both, because you both are, right now, as we speak, you're number eight on the mm-hmm. comedy charts. Our show, Anna Ferris is Unqualified, is number nine 
Ugh, you, you guys, guys are, are killing it right now. You guys are so. This is exactly what Lou Perlman said. This back is Lou <laughs> in Orlando. Listen, Sim is being. You guys are so good. You're killing it right now. You think those in, I'm proud. In sync is shit. You, you think guys. that Timberlake's gonna go <laughs> yeah. anywhere? Forget it. JT is done. Listen, Kevin Williamson. <laughs> what was his name? Who's the other guy? Kevin Richardson. Richardson. <laughs> You're the talent here. Is that the same? Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's my boy. <laughs> your goatee, the way it sits on your face. Well, because the last time I did a podcast with Sim, he walked me out to the car, and then as I was about to get in the car, he's like, "Yeah, that was really good. That was." I was like, Can I kiss you, man? What? No, <laughs> just go. I, you gotta go. That's his Lou Perlman. <laughs> that was his that Lou was, Perlman. Seriously, you because you're a podcast star. By the way, you were a huge hit on Anna Faris is unqualified. Well, you, you know, you, I, I, you, that was flying the wing. That's just, called the wingman. You know how many tweets we got about the snail? Oh, the snail. Oh, I, 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 wait, can you describe what snail is for our, our new listeners here? Yeah, that, well, oh, we're wow, going there become, already. Yeah, huh? That's becoming a signature yeah, thing. Huh? Like, <laughs> so this is your move. Huh? I feel like the snail has something to do with labia, and that's, it, it feels early yeah, to be talking about it labia. It does, but it, was, it came from dick tricks, and then right. are there vaginal tricks to be had? And, and I one, believe you also, there was also a conversation about whether or not you want your penis to go inside your body and you were a retractable saying penis. i i would rather not yeah, i like no. my dick where it is yes i see this is okay so i'm the only girl in the room right now <laughs> and i when when you were saying that i was driving and i was imagining like what is it like because the girl doesn't really know what it's like to be sitting at a table with just a fucking appendage between your legs it's either awesome. tucked lower or great. to the right or the left like where is your dick right now my dick uh, well, Sim, do you want to answer that? Because your hands are on the table. <laughs> My dick is currently in Sim's right hand. Uh, God, this is a big table. I, I know. And Sim doesn't have, I mean, his arms aren't like weirdly short, but. That's exactly right. I have to say, I'm a little excited that's, right that's now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. Should we change the name of this? Before we change it, Sim and Scotty might bang. Well, Missy started this off because she was talking while grabbing her breasts like a rapper would grab his dick on stage. And Mm -hmm. it was like a very feminine, like, "Mm, these are my fucking balls. And I liked it. It was like very demonstrative. When I I get honest, I find myself, and I'm doing it now. (laughs) Yes. Wait, can we talk about (laughs) touching my boobs? Well, cupping them. Before we go any further, can we just go back to what sometimes when you do a podcast, the best bits happen before you get on the mic, as it were, not the mic. Oh, we're going to get to that later. Um, Sorry. But you were saying, Zach, that somebody at your office said that I had a, a good voice for yeah. what they Okay. Say? So I, I work with this kid. He's 26. Tell me more. What up, D, Dave? Uh, just, I'll just call him D Rose, Derek Rose. I work with Derek Rose. <laughs> well, you just called him Derek. He's now, okay. on a, he's now working at TBS. He loves your voice, and he said he she has the best like f me voice I've heard. <sighs> she sounds like she's doing phone sex, and I was like, "You're 26. Wait. You don't know what a phone is, oh, other than true. like for call. I mean, for texting, but like <laughs> that's where he went. Yeah. <laughs> do people still do? Phone Who does phone sex? sex? Like when's the last? I mean, that's what I meant. You don't know what phone sex is. Not I, like I really know what it is. When I was growing up, those 800 numbers and yeah. those 900 numbers, I remember you would read these reports like, you know, blah, 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 in Skokie, Illinois, charged up $18,000 on his parents' credit card. Yeah. And I was like, I will never do that. But when I get my own credit card, <sighs> I am going on. to fuck the shit out of my phone. <laughs> and I've never done it. I've never called. If you, what, all right. So you can call any phone sex line in the world. What is it? 1-800. Right now? 1-800 what? Thailand. Might bang. Okay. Oh. 
Let, no. All right, so Missy's going to play. Uh, this is. I just so- like Thai food and it's <laughs> color. I like color and tapestry, and I just find the Thai people wonderful people. They're, it's a lovely race. By Thai people, you mean Thai ladies. All right, Missy, you I are just calling honest. into the country. I saw the movie The Beach. It got me. I'm into oh, it. Yeah. I'm just calling into the country the in general. Here we go, guys. Yeah. I'm going to dial up the I, phone I real fast. Here, holding my chest. Can hear this. Is that Thai? Okay. No. <laughs> that was ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring. Uh, hello. I have your dick in my hand. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I like to take it slow. So. Oh, too what? bad. I don't have much time. <laughs> Okay, what's... Uh, oh, I'm thrusting, like the movie The Island. Slow down, slow down. The beach. Oh, too late, the be- too late. <laughs> no, so... Uh, your, dick is, <gasps> your dick is on the beach. I am throwing it into the sand. The head is oh, all in the sand. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, here we go. Wait, here we go. Back. You're coming, you're coming. No, okay. I just want to no, talk about what, you what are you wearing all right, the colors no, we like to... tapestry silk. Sorry, must take another call. Mm. That would be it. <laughs> this reminds me of a song. Very pretty. Hello, I have your dick in my hand. Thank you for calling 1-800-Thailand. Do you don't know if I am woman or I am man? But soon I'm gonna put your dick in the sand. Dick in the sand, your dick in the sand. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna put your dick in the sand. Caucasian man with dick in his sand. <laughs> Ooh, chord change at the end. I, I yeah. changed it up a little yeah. on that one. That was nice. I like See, that. That got me. Now, okay. if that were a one eight hundred number, and I could call into that song, I would <laughs> fuck the shit Listen, out of your song. All you, all you one eight hundred. Sim, uh, register that one eight hundred Thailand now. God, <laughs> that song, "Dick in the Sand." The you know, right, this is a re- my grandmother, rest in peace, was 92 years old when she With passed her away. Dick in the sand. Told me this joke. Just, did you ever hear this joke? <laughs> a man and a woman are having sex on the beach. And the man says, do you like what I'm doing? And she goes, oh, I thought your dick was in the sand. I don't know what that meant, but I laughed my whole life. And she said that before she died? That was her, that was her, her, those were her last, words. last words. Yeah. Actually, the first time I ever had your dick in the sand. Tried to have sex was on a beach. Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, it was in Long Island on Long Island. Okay. Strong. Island. We're on Long Island because we were out at uh, what was that called? Uh, Huntington. Oh, I know Huntington. Huntington. I'm from Long Island. You are. My from father's Manhasset. from Long Island. I've been oh, to Long yeah. Island. Manhasset. Sure. Eagle River. I, I, <laughs> that's Wisconsin. That's a Hot it? Shots reference, by the way. What up, Charlie? Congratulations. Um, yeah, it was one of those things, though. You're like, I'm on the beach, and this is going to be this or by that. By the way, Scotty just took his and jacket off. I, I am, and I'm also touching my own pec nipple situation boobs. a lot. My boobs. Uh. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things. Like you know, it starts getting going, and then you very quickly learn that sand. Not a good lubricant. No. Sand on your elbow hurts. If you fall on the sand and you scrape your elbow, you can scrape your elbow on the sand. Mm-hmm. I would imagine on the wazoo, it's very painful. Right. And What's I, the wazoo? You're... Washington State University campus. Yeah. Have you, do you not travel? I'm so sorry. Continue. It's, it's NCAA March Madness. <laughs> Come on. Go Arizona. Can bear down. Take a timeout so you can God, catch up North here. North Carolina. Or... Fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was uncomfortable and it was friction. And the problem with that uh, whole situation is that when that's really your first sexual experience, that becomes your expectation. 
And so wait, sex after that can be very disappointing. So you always thought after that that you were gonna you were gonna go you were gonna spread apart the snaily labia. Oh boy! And there's you did your dick was gonna immediately hit a wall of sand. <laughs> wall. No, there wasn't a castle in the entrance <laughs> oh, of her vagina. Sorry, but sorry. it was you know it was it was uh, uncomfortable and painful. And then, you know, years later in life, when you're intimate with somebody and it's oh, nice it's and nice. pleasurable, it it's felt nice. so... Yeah. Thread count. Before we yes, get... That doesn't work. 1-800-THREAD-COUNT. That's my new, <laughs> by the way, my new phone sex line. 1-800-THREAD-COUNT-SHEETS. Uh, <laughs> Not 1-800-MY-DICK went into your sink. So wait, you lost your virginity on a... Was that your virginity loss? No, well, it didn't work. Okay. It was just a tip. Right. And then that doesn't count? And then I had to... It's a it depends. It depends on the, the argument Sandy. you're making. Yeah, I understand. I understand. If you're how, looking at sheer numbers, ask, how am I allowed to ask how old you were? Twelve. <laughs> Good. Were you really twelve? No, you that wasn't twelve. What, what? How old was Jimmy on the Mick when he lost his virginity in your opinion? Twelve. He was twelve. He I, was 12. I would agree with that. Yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he was twelve. Where, he was twelve. He, where is the Mick um, set? It's set in Greenwich, Connecticut. And uh, the main character, Mickey, is from Warwick, Rhode Island. Okay. Which... Now her sister kind of disappears because of like a drug or dead or some something we don't really know, but it's, it's you, shady. You don't know yet. They left the country. You don't know yet. They fled the, the feds. And um, yeah, and then she, the sister and the, the husband who's wealthy and multi-generational wealth. and Just like me. me. I get that. That's, yeah, that's, that's my you. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they flee, and then Mickey has to take care of the three kids uh and mickey of course played by caitlin olsen famous from always sunny in philadelphia also famous for me making a complete jackass of myself in front of her two times in my life <laughs> when when did you do uh, that? <laughs> <laughs> all right so nicole sullivan friend of all of ours who's Great an actress friend. really Love talented you, lovely lady has this used to have this easter party and oh, it was yeah epic. it was really fun those were magical. good those it was were, magical good and so things. one night i, I one day i was kind of i was probably drunk it was like seven o'clock at night and i saw this one blonde day. girl and she had a baby and my my son with me and we were talking <laughs> so good to see you <laughs> two weeks later i, run, I was I, carrying I, my I, son i was wasted right in typical zach selwyn this is also a parenting podcast. so i go into uh color me mine which is first of all a good way to drop a thousand dollars in 35 minutes you want to go to a color be mine and make some mugs and ashtrays for your parents. What 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 is? I've never, you don't know what that is. I've never heard of it. Don't ever take your kids. So color me mine is a place where you go, <laughs> and they have like bowls. Are you saying mine or mine. mind? Color me mine is like a pottery paint. They your own pottery yeah, you place. paint pottery. Basically, your kid puts a handprint on it. They then you leave. They glaze it, and you have to come back and get it. And it's like sixty dollars for a coffee. Yeah, that just sounds immediately bullshit. It's bullshit. I have seventy five pieces in my kitchen. <laughs> I, I can bring in here I right now. I can't wait to take my daughter to color. Where are these things? Uh, they're everywhere. This they're one in, I was every, at. in a strip mall near everywhere. you. They're, they're all over. the one that I, I was going to was at the Laurel Canyon and Ventura location. It's like right where that farmers market yeah. is in the valley. So I go in there. With my son, yeah. and we're we're probably eighty bucks into a couple of <laughs> mugs. That means you and him are drinking together, right? right. <laughs> Clearly, clear? normally that again, would, if a I parenting say I'm eighty podcast. bucks into a couple mugs. I at least want at least four mugs of beer. You and your son get home, and your wife goes, "Where were you? Oh, we got into the mugs again. <laughs> Just hammer." <laughs> and we're broke. Uh, my Found mind. myself in some mugs last night. Color yet me again. blind. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I go in there, and w- the other thing, my kid made these banks. Like he makes, you can get a, a piggy bank that's like shaped like Iron Man. That's like ninety dollars, and they paint it, and it's Is it awful. Really and then that they much? bake it in a kiln. Yeah, it sucks. And all of a sudden, Caitlin Olson walks in with her new baby. I don't know how old her baby is now, but her newborn at the time, or one or two-year-old. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, my God, we met at Nicole Sullivan. She goes, no. <laughs> no, never, no, that's not true. I'm like, yeah, you were at Nicole's Easter party. We were hanging out by the, the little jumpy ball tent thing where she's like, no, I don't, I don't think that happened. I'm like, you did. <laughs> it's so did. I'm Zach. It's me. What's up? Long story short, I confused her with Amy Smart. Well, two years later, I run into Caitlin Olson again at a, some party with her husband from, uh, what's his name? Rob. Rob. Great. Rob McElhinney. Great dude. And at first, it's all cool and cool, and we're having a good time. An hour into having some wine, I go, do you remember meeting me at that Nicole Sullivan party? Oh. oh she goes, you're what? so wrong. You don't. Why didn't you say, do you remember meeting me at Color, Color Me, me Mine? <laughs> Whatever the case, at the end of that whole conversation, Rob was like, yeah, hon, let's, we got it. We're out of here. See you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I made yeah. such a fool of myself. And then we we dated for two years. Right. Well, yeah. Then then you know you colored her, her. yours. <laughs> <laughs> you won. That's uh, a win. Wait, Zach, there's there's a song called "Colored Her Yours." Is this a song from this year? Or is this a Zach? Song? I think it's a Zach song. I think it's a Zach song. On this one. I could always throw in a. <laughs> All right. I'm a harmony. You just drop it in there. Oh, does that sound good? Is this in tune, guys? What do you think? Oh, that yeah. Taking this cable <clears throat> off here for a That sounds like the Let's attic guitar. My God, I thought that girl looked fine. She walked in to a color me mine. I was probably three or four glasses of wine in that night, but I knew that girl would be mine. But then I thought I had it right, but I had a change of heart. I confused Caitlin Olson with that actress Amy Smart. She did her thing, and no quicker than she could flee. And then her boyfriend, her husband Rob, said, We gotta get the fuck away from this guy. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Um, And then I spent $900 on an ashtray. (laughs) Missy, that was good. Your verse. <clears throat> Grab your chest, find it. Grab your boobs. There it is. Oh, oh, change is. the whole subject. Change it all up. New new subject. Go with the, grabbing your boobs. I don't know. I was I was going to tell a quick Amy Smart story. All right, this is a spoken word story about Amy Smart, the actress, Ooh, famous for road trip. <laughs> Back in the arts, things were kind of lame. I hadn't had the kind of Galaxy Quest fame. I wanted to go to Las Vegas with some friends. I called my publicist. I said, where can you get me in? She said, this is going to sound kind of like art. You can go to the birthday party of Amy Smart. (laughs) It was at a candy restaurant. And we went for some photo ops. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, <clears throat> here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. My friend um, 
sometimes when you go to Vegas, like people will be like, "Hey, do you want to?" Like if you're if you're a marginally famous actor, which is what I've been all my life. Uh, emphasis on the marginally. You get on a guest list and you get like a bottle. And you're like, and so my friends and I were going to go. And we're like, well, let's see if we can go someplace and not spend any money. And they were, and That's I called my publicist. Game. I love that game. And they were my like, Uncle it's Phil Amy. plays that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's uh, pulling apart my snail um, and putting sand into my sandcastle. Anyway. Snail sand, sand snail. Shell phone. <laughs> so it was Amy Smart's birthday. And well, I called my publicist and they were like, well, you can go to Amy Smart's birthday. So my friend Brooke and Christine and I, we all went to Vegas. And, and the one thing we did was, was we went to Amy Smart's birthday. And it was at some candy restaurant. I've never met Amy Smart. Was it Dylan's Candy Bar? Uh, I don't know. It was like a, a restaurant. Can, what, did you say a candy It was a candy restaurant. It was a new restaurant. And they were asking. So there's, there's a cat, just so you know. That's our podcast cat. No, <laughs> oh, that wasn't a cat. I farted. So, oh, so wow, sorry. you have great bowels. Thanks. You, you fart me out. Anyway, we we basically uh, went to this party. This is fucking Jesus, God. sorry. Keep sorry. it in your pants, bro. No, I ate uh, buffalo chicken sandwich uh, on the way over. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we went to this party, and and she, it, this, it was it was. But a, she's very she's a very kind person. So oh, she's am, wonderful. Am I, am I guessing that when you walked in, it's like, hey, hi. Is no, that how that game works? No. So we went to or is this it like, restaurant. What the fuck are you doing? We here? went to this restaurant, and and we sat, and it was like. Event for Amy Smart's birthday, and it, the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Scotty! Just open the door. Are we picking up the meows the that Scotty's beasting? Nice Hi. job, bro. I love that Sim goes. I just opened the door to let the cat out. Yes, but Sim, you failed to then close the door afterwards. <laughs> I just remember being drawn to like the MacArthur family, especially your dad, who's like a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. The general. The general. The general. This guy has like wrestlers know him by name. So he was roommates with Ric Flair. And so we grew up, we were talking about this last night. So what happened was our parents split up very early. And my father, he, these are some of my earlier memories. He would say like, you know, he'd go like, oh, hey, Shelly, uh, you know, Rick, Rick and some of the guys are coming in this weekend. Can I get the boys? And she'd be like, oh, Bruce, I don't know if I want the boys hanging out with Rick and, you know, and you're just sitting, I'm sitting there like with this giant jug of orange juice, which is probably a normal glass. But when you're four, it feels like it's the size right. of earth thinking like, who's this guy, Rick? And then hard cut to a 35 year old man in a speedo body slamming someone in front of 50,000 people. And, you know, we're just sitting in the back and Hayes and I are going nuts. But that's so you're thinking <laughs> that's oh, this is what our mom didn't want us to see. No, my mom didn't give a shit about the wrestling. It's what we would do afterwards, where on like a Thursday night out at Rosemont Horizon, we would go watch the wrestling match and then end up in a steakhouse till 4 a.m. with Rick Hawk and Animal Dusty Rhodes, Amazing. Roddy Piper, oh my and my God. dad. And so my dad, not being a wrestler, but Rick called him the general. So yes. then everybody in the WCW family and then the, eventually the WWF. Because last name MacArthur. MacArthur, General right. MacArthur. So there are um, there are a lot of clips where you would hear Rick going on, you know, you know we're coming into Shattown, baby. We're going to do the, ooh, the general. the gen-. And he would always refer to the general and all these fans would be like, who the fuck's who the, fuck's the general? general? That was your dad. Yeah, and then back then though, the, these wrestlers would get followed around like rock stars. Totally. And everyone would get drunk in the bars, and then they try and kick the shit out of these guys. So I remember being <laughs> maybe like, like eleven, and we were at Gibson Steakhouse in Chicago. I was taking a piss at the urinal, and some guy. It's like you know, 
two in the morning and some guy walks in, some drunk fuck walks in and he sees me. I'm 11. It's 2 a.m. We're at this steakhouse bar in Chicago, which is like a nice upscale spot. And he walks in and he just gives me a shove. You know, he's like, what are you doing here, small fry? And <laughs> next thing I know, I just, you know, I see the guy get like launched into the next stall urinal over and the guy turns around and it's rick because he was our godfather and he you sure, know very yeah. protective and I, i'll never forget what he said to him the guy was speechless and looking at him and rick just went didn't your mother ever tell you you never touch a man's ass you can't kick yes and i'm oh. thinking to myself but rick he touched me and he can floor me into the urinal he didn't touch <laughs> you like you've clearly misread this situation it wasn't oh my uh, god but yeah and then normally those nights ended with somebody exposing themselves so, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do it. i remember a lot of times seeing a a grown man's genitalia with somebody yelling the one and only that's what they would refer to it the one and only their dicks i you know i was I 10 mean, it, it felt inappropriate to go down a line of questioning it was just like oh yeah yeah the one and only the one and only and it was just a grown man on a steak table with his dick out and Zach, you probably have a song for this. I certainly do, my friend. Yeah, it would uh, seem like a... What was it? The one and only? The we one and only. Steak, steakhouse, table. Yep, yep. yep. What, what, what would they yell at the end? You, you're hanging out with the one and only? Yeah, the one and only. Everyone would cheer either the guy or the guy's dick, but the problem was they called all their dicks the one and only. Amazing. Even though there were like 11 and only. But for yeah. everybody... So this Who goes back dick? to the MacArthur it boys. It is the one and only. <laughs> it's true. The MacArthur brothers and the general, who I've hung out with many a time back in my darker days. Uh, my sounds, wrestling days. All right, here we go. Full Y'all. of light to me. Scotty, remember seeing Janitalia hanging out with Ric Flair. An angry customer saying, why are these kids here? And they would stop and stare. The general met his dad at reform school. Or I'm guessing. And you know what his name was? Ric Flair, the nature boy, the king of wrestling. Well, hey, remembers way back in about 2002, I was hanging out with Hayes MacArthur, and he said it's always good to say, Woo! As kids, they went to steakhouses all night, sir, hanging out with famous wrestlers like Rowdy Roddy Piper. And... He'd say these situations were ridiculous, and then Rick would kick someone's ass and say, didn't your mother ever tell you you can't push an ass you can't kick? You never know what you might do at the end of the night if you get lonely, but when you whip out your dick and you hang it out, you say you're hanging out with the one and only. Oh. Are you kidding me? That's great. <laughs> I, I just want to say one thing because we read a few early reviews on iTunes. By the way, we're, very, we're a new show right now, and some of the early reviews have said that you're not you're you're writing this stuff and you're not making this stuff on the spot and you're writing it later and then I'm cutting it in, which is complete fucking Somebody bullshit. Everyone is here. We all witnessed that. You spoke it and he sang it, right? <laughs> guys, guys, I'm here to tell you. Let me tell you later, something. And we've been working. All on I, this I will for... say this: there's one part about that song. Can you that believe didn't North really... Korea bombed LA last night? <laughs> You hear about that? Let's be serious for a second. This is our third show. We need to be. We need to. You be, need me to verify that? We need to. We need to verify. As a recently <laughs> verified Twitter we user, need to verify I will anything. verify. I will verify that that song got written you on the what? spot. Even if it was written later, Wait, it bothers me. Twitter it bothers me because he's such cares? a fucking talent. Of Listen, course, this I, guy, right? Talent. <laughs> all I know is Timberlake ain't for shit. <laughs> so when you're gonna fucking sell out arenas, Timberlake, man, I've been in prison for two years. 
now, but God. Timberlake's hosted SNL 11 times. Uh, Listen, you. You, you got Fuck something. Him. When you I started this podcast empire, it was just me speaking into my iPhone in traffic. Then I found guys like you and you and you and that cat. Um, we were just outside and, and uh, talking a little bit. And here's the thing. So this is Hollywood and people don't have necessarily Cinderella stories, but you have kind of one of the better ones Let's that I've ever that heard. Let's talk about that for a sec. And um, basically you were hired to be – what's the story? You sent in a script. I sent in a script to uh, a friend of mine who works at Fox mm-hmm. two and a half years ago. Okay. Nice. And he read it and he said, I really like this. Okay. And I'm going to wait for the moment where I think this could be of use. Right. And and when you hear something like that, you just think, okay, great. I'll, I'll never hear from you again. Not even okay, great. It's like – Dude, come on. That's, just tell that's me to not fuck going off. anywhere. I've had that call. By the way, I've had that call four or five times in my life. Yes. Okay. I had that call four or five times today. Oh, <laughs> that's, okay. That's, okay. You I mean, win. You, you, you get that. Um, and then um, and then randomly, I was walking with my wife uh, on the street and we bumped into my friend Connor and uh, he was with his wife and we were catching up. And, and Connor's the one you sent the script to. Yeah, he works okay. at Fox, Connor Welch. And he said, are you guys, are you guys hungry? And we said, yeah. He said, oh, let's all go have dinner. And we, we started having dinner and he told me a story about the two brothers who created this show. Um, they prank the each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. they, they prank each other. One of their birthdays is uh, April Fool's Day and they always prank him. He was telling me these stories and these anecdotes. They're they're very funny. And he was like, how do you not know these guys? And then as he was finishing the question, how do you not know these guys? He went, that's it. I'm going to put your script so to So two and a half la- years later, boom. Yeah. He gives him the script. What was your script? What was your, like, was it a spec you wrote, like an original? Yeah, I wrote it- a spec about my first wet dream and how I uh, yeah. tried to hide the sheets from my mother. Sure. And, oh, um, how I met. How my, how, met, how, my, how, my, how my mother met my How my mother met me. <laughs> and the three million mini-me's that were flopping Swimming around on those. Uh, 1-800-thread-count. 1-800-thread-count. <laughs> 1-800-thread-count yeah. sheets. Uh, and then so from there you go in and you meet the guys. And then uh, on our show you meet Caitlin because uh, she's also uh, an a executive producer. producer yeah. and, and so smart Caitlin. from oh, there I, um, I was hired to write. And then started writing on the show in June and they were going to recast the role of Jimmy because the actor who played him um, was committed to another project. Okay. And he came in the night before the pilot. Just Jimmy's only in the first two scenes of the pilot. And um, so he moved on. So then all summer it was, we were writing for a character that we knew we would have to recast. And we also didn't know a lot about that character. The brothers had a very strong take on him, but uh, one of the first homework assignments I got was over the weekend, why don't you go home and write some audition material for Jimmy because those two scenes weren't enough to tell anything about the actors coming in. This so is, abs- by the way, this doesn't happen. Okay. No, it doesn't Keep happen. Going. Keep going. I love this Keep shit. So, so then going. I went home and I wrote a, a scene about Jimmy getting caught jerking off. Okay. Uh, Based wrote, on your wet dream script. Uh, 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 almost. Almost. Well, inspired by. Yeah, inspired by me getting caught jerking off sure which which was different than blowing it in the sheets when i was 10 okay yeah early bloomer <laughs> take note early sheets, bloomer man. um and then um wrote just a handful of scenes and the guys responded to them and a bunch of people were coming and reading them and then one of our other eps ali Ops, said at some point to the guys why doesn't why don't we just have him read for it and i i didn't want to 
Why did you not want to? It just felt like I was there to write and I just wanted to write. And, and I, I, would, I would joke that I was like Viggo Mortensen in History of Violence. It's just sure. like I was just trying to run the diner and then this fucking crazy maniac comes in and threatens me and I snap and fucking kill him. Oh, and I love they bring it. me out of retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wasn't going to do it. And then we were writing in the shittiest trailer on the Fox lot. It was a, it was like a double wide trailer. I know that. Trailer. Why was it shitty? Uh, there was black mold in the ceiling. Great. Keep it's going. called asbestos. Ugh, um, yes. But I go into the bathroom. We had this really rickety bathroom and I went in there to <sighs> take a shit and I was shitting and we had a senior writer on, <sighs> the, on. on the team at the time, a guy named BK Etheridge. And he came in, he's been writing on television, successful television shows forever and he sat down and shat in the stall next to me this is ridiculous and, uh, are you serious yeah this is and where so stuff we, happens we would always you know you could always look under the stall to see who was shitting and he wore these like um return of the jedi crocs because uh-huh. his little boys are really into return of the jedi and he's really into crocs so as a good father he got return of the jedi uh, crocs that's beautiful a committed story. dad and uh and then you know if we wanted a hand job or talk we would always slide our foot underneath the stall and tap twice so sure. bk <laughs> Tapped twice. And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking jerking you off. Like, I know I'm a staff again, writer, but I can't again. Jerk you again. Yeah, like 25 <laughs> minutes ago, I jerked you off. And he said, no, brother, I want to talk. And, and and he said, you're being a fucking idiot. He said, if they want you to audition, you, you should audition. And I said, oh, I don't want to fuck it up. It was, it was probably based in fear. Yeah, it's like if your friend's like, dude, you should ask my sister out. And then you ask her out. And she's like, fuck no. And you're like, what the fuck, no, I just to hang out with you guys Yeah, no, I can come over to your house. So and fucking yeah, super weird. Fuck yeah. and then you're like, then all of a sudden you're an asshole to the sister. And, and then just went through it and, and did a chemistry read with Caitlin. And that went really well. And then so you had to go audition and like do your chemistry reading, but that. not, I didn't have to go through the conventional the audition. Thing. I didn't have to do the pre read and the producer. Shit. Yes. The God, stuff that's man, not that's applicable to the job. That the, doesn't the, happen. The audition like, is not applicable to a acting. return. A pair of return of the Jedi Crocs does not make your entire acting career, that's but maybe it does. Maybe another it glass does. of I love wine. that shit. Yeah. I remember so, once, wait, let me, wait, let me break oh, off for one quick second. I remember one time you and I went out for the same park for something. This is when I used to have people who sent me on acting. Yeah, it was for Sims movie. <laughs> yes, it was called Before Sunrise. Before Simrise. <laughs> Simrise. <laughs> well, we were out on something, and I remember you went in before me, and you came out, and I was like, how'd it go? And you were like, dude, the casting director just wanted to ask me about my brother. But I never would walk out of those. Those would happen. I would never walk out being like, what the fuck? The guy only wants to talk about I'd be like, you know, I mean, most of the time you go in there, they don't fucking care that you're there or not. At all. Tim. Yeah, Exactly. Not that they're rooting against you. They want you to be it, but you can kind of tell within well, maybe five say, or six seconds. They say within, you walk you in the it. door and they go, no. For yeah, anyone listening, two seconds. anyone listening to this podcast who's dreaming of Hollywood stardom, understand that when you come out here, you're going to go through all these stories that we tell. We don't want to sound like we're the ones who go. Everybody goes through this. And there's been stories of amazing successes, like what Scott's going through. And there's been stories of guys who are so talented and end up like washing cars. So it's like, you never know what you're going to get. This is Zach's story. I'm now, by the way, if anyone wants to come down to King's Car Wash this weekend, we have a $6.99 coupon, free turtle wax but for the wait, first 30 before so, 10 a.m. So you audition for it. And then. Well, so I didn't have to go through uh, the, our, our casting director. I I've known for a long time and she's she's actually been great she's always brought me in for stuff and, what's her name um julie ashton oh, i love, love julie she's ashton. cast me in a she couple things the that's my girl she's what the best. Julie Ash? She, she's like a throwback like yeah. when she likes people she, she brings them in she fights for them. it's yeah. great so um yeah so i went right to a chemistry read partly because to do the pre-read was across town and we already had two writers off on script and the guy running our room uh, said to the brothers, like, you can't send them across town to do a pre-read. I'm going to lose them for the day. Our room's already thin as it is. Like, you, you guys know 
who he is. Like, just bump him to the producer session. And then the next week for the producer session, the same thing happened where we were just, down yeah, in the just room. Just let him test. And then it was like, just do a chemistry read. So then when I read with her, that went well. The guys came back. They're like, that went better than they thought. So you'd never tested before no. in your life. And so now then, but the, the testing is on tape. Right. And we do the Which first nice. scene and it's fucking trash. It always it didn't it's work. terrible. Okay. Yeah, of course. And Caitlin, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, well, fuck it. Just go back. Let's do it again. And I we love did it that. again. And we I did it again. I love that you had that. And we didn't. Every really actor dreams of it. that moment. Can I go back yeah. in and try it one more time? Right. And, and, and she's been in it long enough where she just knew it. And she was like, well, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And so we couldn't really get it there. Like it just wasn't. And when somebody says to you, okay, you know what? Let's just move on. You're like, fuck. Right, of course. Uh, yeah, the second scene went better. The third scene, I think there were three scenes. The second, third scene went better. And then it was like, great. You know, we got it. We got what we need. And uh, I went home or I went back to the room and the other writers were incredibly supportive. They were like, I got to go. And I, you know, I was like, I, I don't know. We'll see. But inside I'm thinking, I'm fucked it up. And and went in at the end of the day, they were like, how do you think you went? I was like, I, I left meat on the bone. I know it. It ah, fucking sucks. I hit the word. post. You know, I, I had a, every... Every metaphor I could think, right, you know, I, I put it out 350 yards, but it's not in the center of the fairway. Like I had a, so many fucking metaphors and they're like, and I remember Dave turned and just goes, well, no one's on the fairway right now. And I'm like, well, that makes it worse. Cause that means if I were on the fairway, it's a layup. And, instead now, it. Like, and I went home and I said to my wife, Kate, she's like, how'd it go? She was waiting on pins and needles and, and very supportive. And, and I was like, I was, over. I was upset. And I was like, it didn't go well. And I, I can't imagine that they're going to be, even if they want me, they're, I didn't give them enough to fight for it. And, you know, we talked about it. And she was like, you know, it's going to be okay. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's a great opportunity. I was really excited. And then uh, I worked predominantly out of our garage. And I went into my garage that night and then drank a thousand beers. My boy. <laughs> That's my dog. And then I took As my dog do. for a walk at midnight. Sure. And I walked to this liquor mart in Venice. That's a real shithole. Oh, oh, you mean a... Uh- Curly's? No, it's on uh, Venice. It's on Venice Boulevard in Lincoln. It's right Love on the it. corner. It's right next to a laundromat. Oh, God, guys. So much great liquor there. Guys, liquor I, don't, I actually don't even know the name of it. I go there all the time. <laughs> you shouldn't. But, um, but your headshot's head head. not it's, on the it's, wall it's, now? It's, it's a, like, <laughs> you know you've made it when your headshot's on the yeah. wall of a liquor store, like next to Guns N' Roses it's true. and like Paul's. Car washes. Yeah. <laughs> and car washes. And once again, brought to you by King's Car Wash tonight. Here we go. So <laughs> 6 99 <laughs> before 10 a.m. tomorrow. Zach Selwyn will scrub your windshield. Hey, girls. Yeah. And then, but I, I was hammered and I walked the dog there and I think I grabbed the pack of smokes or something. And then I like came out and there was just some Venetian creature you know 70 years old with a bike and a venetian creature is that a venice like a venice like like lifelong venice guy yeah like like a a transient you can't tell if he lives there love that guy lives on the street or if he lives in one of those big new mansion like you just don't know right he could be a a dot-com billionaire who's moved in so i talked to him for like an hour and a half to like three in the morning uh i think i bought more beer and we were just drinking beers on the street and then uh went home Slept for a couple hours because I had to wake up and go back to the room. Woke up and fucking cried my eyes out. Like uh, had the emotional release. You know, my wife or or one. You're, you know, she was just, you know, holding me. Hey, it's gonna be okay. And it's like, all right, put on a brave face and threw on some fake glasses. Went in, wrote that whole day, and then went home, really depressed. And then the brothers called me that night. It was like eleven. Well, one of them texted me because they live very close to me, and they're like, hey, do you want to go get a beer? And I was like. Yeah, and I'm thinking, sure. here's the heartbreak. Here's the heartbreak. You're, like, I just, sure. you're like, I just quit drinking last night when I drank with the Venetian creature in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm traveling in the 75 I'll have one more. Drink. 
and one uh, more beer. I, we went to our little <laughs> local bar, and uh, one of them was there, and, and we started talking. And he was like, "I don't know where, uh, you know, my brother is, but just look, we had just broken an episode that has since aired, where there was um, a man living in a treehouse called Omicron, and uh, they're like." You know, like we think what we could do is you can play Omicron and then we can figure out a way to bring Omicron back. And I was like, and I was fucking ecstatic to play Omicron. Oh my God. I You're was like, like that'd dude, be that's amazing. a fucking sag. That would be fucking amazing. I'm and on my fucking- they let that joke ride for two hours. And then they were like, dude, we're fucking around. You're going to be Jimmy. Oh really? my God. Are yeah. you but yeah. they fucked with you for that long? Yeah, they held it for like a, a solid hour. What are the brothers' so... names? Who are these guys? It's Dave and John. Dave Chernin. and John. I'm a dick. Sure, they're, no, they're the best. I mean, just <sighs> anyone listening to Missy and Zach r- might bang right now needs to understand that this is one of those rare Hollywood stories you do not hear. And if you get to be gifted this sort of story, you better appreciate it because this is what we all dream of: these moments, these these struggles, everything. When it comes together occasionally, and it has all come together for. All four of us, in some way, we're all here. We're not. We're not digging ditches. All of us are doing something in this business. But I well, love this story. The dude. Venetian creature. I love that, it. That's that's. And what I love I think, the Venetian like, creature. Like subconsciously, I think that that's guy's what like that an, was. I think that guy's like an what, angel yeah, who was sent that's down. What like, was going don't on. worry about it, son. Why don't well, you go get we, us another yeah, six pack yeah, of, yeah, of yeah, fucking Bex? Yeah, or whatever. don't worry about your you know your shitty tech. But we weren't even talking about. We were just talking about life, and I was yeah. I was picking his brain and. And I think in the back of my head, and whether it's narcissistic or, or survival, but I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, suck it up, dude. Like, look at this fucking guy. Look like, at this guy. He's on a bike with two baskets on the back. But he's the happiest dude you know. And you get really fucking lucky, you know? I, I, I do think And, and what's that like now? Luck. I mean, let's get bringing down the luck. It, it is. I, I mean, it's the Oprah thing. Like, if opportunity hits when you're ready, it, it's a great moment. And it's luck because you can't really plan if there's going to be the opportunity right but if you're ready then you can get a shot and i think at that point i'd like to hear a song about opportunity (laughs) and luck (laughs) and and oprah this is is i love you yeah so here's what we're gonna do scotty i've dropped a few mediocre jams tonight oh my god but it's missy's turn I don't know why I have to sing it. I'm, I'm the worst. I don't know this. because you have a beautiful voice, and I think people who watch, who listen to this podcast have understood that you have a really beautiful voice, and you're a really great singer songwriter, and you bring people to a comfort level. Oh, and you are your physically the antithetical Oprah. Yeah, you are the <laughs> tall white Oprah. Zach, why don't we do this? Why don't Why don't you start start it off? Put you know play the tempo, figure out the song in the beginning, and then Missy will just like in company. We'll have two guitars going. I at like the, same the double time. guitar, Sam. By the way, Sim Sarna. Late night drunk old man and his bullshit stare Gets thrown into a stall by my sugar daddy, Rick Blair Flair. Shit. <laughs> I remember Rick Blair. He was Rick's less successful cousin. I remember that WWE match when he wrestled Hulk Hogan and another dozen of wrestlers, including Andre the Giant and Superfly Snooker. 
Everybody knew they were high all night. They hit that fucking hooker. <laughs> and the next thing you know, Andy Kaufman got beat. And I remember asking Hulk Hogan if wrestling was fake. And he said no. No. He said no. Little hawksters. <laughs> Then he called me a jabroni And I didn't care about them language he did speak Because I got more love for the Iron Sheik In my 800 thread count sheets 800 thread count sheets Oh, Rick Blair Only so soft <laughs> Oh, Rick Blair. All right, Scotty, you ready? Sing about a nice pair of sheets. 800 thread count. 1 800 thread count. I like to get into 800 thread count sheets. Start down at your toes. Kiss you where your legs meet. And if I should start to weep, then I'll just. Pray that you fall asleep While I keep going <laughs> To town on myself There's a reason I keep a porno mag Next to the bed on the shelf And if that Venetian creature Should enter into my head then I would just go ahead and invite him into our bed. Oh my god. The two guitars, salt. <sighs> that was oh amazing. God. By the way, first guest ever to contribute to a song. I don't even know. Break to it say down, that. son. That was weird. Other than when Anna Ferris sang the I'm a mommy, but I still like Jizz song. Yeah. But I like the Scotty <laughs> McCarthy. Yeah, no, Scotty, fantastic. God damn it. Listen. Right. I know, but but this boy, is what makes so. me happy in Hollywood. Fucking guys like this making shit. Have your moment. Sorry, I'm having a moment here, dude. Wait, Zach, Zach. What? I I have to ask you something. Song? I'm I'm really sorry. No, listen, listen, listen to me. This is going to be a really, really tough song, though. I want you to do like a country ballad based on his story. This is going to be the challenge of all challenges right now. Well, I need Missy. I need Missy to be my Emily Lou Harris here. Okay, well, if you can do some kind of a slow song about his story, I would love to hear that. I think so would all of our listeners. And really, this song is about America. America. It's about America. Miss, you'll start us off. America's got a lot of talent hanging around bathroom stars, crocs with Return of the Jedi. Mm hmm. But oftentimes the Jedi goes out and doesn't come back. It's just a Jedi with no return. America's got a lot of talent. Sometimes you end up like Colin Quinn or you end up like Jimmy Fallon. 
Sometimes you might be a movie star Sometimes you go home with your tail between your legs But the best thing an actor does Is never beg Cause your big break is round the corner It can make you healthy or make you sick Next thing you know you're an Emmy nominated character Actor starring on the mix on Mick, on the Mick. Oh, Are you nominated for an Emmy? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. Can we get PR? I'm sorry. It's happening. Check out the Mick on Fox. Tuesday nights, 8.30, 7.30 Central, starring Rick Blair. <laughs> Rick Blair. And of course, free car wash for the first five subscribers we find tomorrow. We'll wash your fucking car with 800 thread count sheets. We wash them with the <laughs> finest towels around. I'll do yes. my little wrap-up song if y'all are ready. I want to say Missy and Zach might bang if y'all are listening. Thank you so much. We love you. Please check us out again on iTunes and give us some ratings. Share. Reviews. Subscribe. Understand that uh, Sim and Anna, of course, Unqualified, still going on. Happy to be a part of their network. We're all doing it. Sim, got anything else to say? Love you guys. <laughs> Love you too, brother. Scotty. Thank you. Dude, thank you for being here. Scotty MacArthur. Listen, let me tell you, you about guys. Scotty. Let me tell you about Missy. Let me tell you all this whole situation that I think I can break down tonight. Scotty invented the snail. Wet dreams. Nice dick. Last name MacArthur plays Jimmy on the Mick. He wrote a script about a dream full of sperm man. Sim is the podcast Lou Pearl Man. <laughs> he said, Don't you want to be the next Timberlake? Scotty met wrestlers at the House of Steak. No mistake. You know, this podcast rocks. Scotty been the school of hard knocks. Now he's acting, and the money that he clocks is all blessed from Return of the Jedi Crocs. You are the chosen one. <laughs> He said, hey there, homeless guy. It's nice to meet you. Can I buy you a beer, this Venetian creature? That's the story. No need to go farther. Much love to Missy Zachariah and Scott MacArthur. Scott MacArthur. Scott MacArthur. And Sim Sarner. They might bang. And MacArthur. Everybody's gonna bang. Hey, much love, guys. Go check us out iTunes, whatever, give us two stars. I'm Zach Selwyn. I'm Missy Pyle. Come listen in and stay a while. Sing a song, tell jokes. Freestyle. No podcast is versatile. Thanks for stopping in the hang. And oh yeah, there's a chance we might. Sing. There's a chance we might. Hang. No, there's a chance we might bang. There is no way we're going to bang. We're going to bang. We're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. Zach and Missy might bang.